0: This is the Final Whistle Podcast from the Wrexham AFC media team. The final score, Wrexham 2, Bromley nil. Good performance this. Admittedly, Bromley were down to 10 men early on, but still, this was a, a very strong performance by Wrexham. Very pleasing. And I can't help feeling that if Bromley had had 11 men, it still would have turned out about the same. Terrific blustery conditions. Storm and wind had hit... Wrexham hard, I should show you my garden fence as proof of that, and it was blustery, really, really blustery. Wrexham made some interesting changes, Uh, one was enforced, Aaron Hayden was ill, and so he had to drop out. So Tyler French came in as a centre-back, also Harry Lennon returned, having not been... Risked on Tuesday ahead of Sean Brisley. Interesting changes higher up the field where Dan Jarvis kept his place at the expense of James Jones and dropped back a little. It was more of an attacking lineup, a sort of, if you will, 3 4 one two so Jarvis playing in the hole behind two strikers sadly Jarvis's day would only last eight minutes but we'll get to that in a moment but it was clearly an attempt by Phil Parkinson to address the fact that our home form has been rather stodgy uh, by trying to pick a side that had more attacking flair to it and we started extremely well In fact, Jarvis was involved early on. A nice cross in from the left-hand side and Forster, the wing-back, did well at the far post to head it away as Mullen lurked and marked. From the corner, Jordan Davis whipped the ball in. Now, whether the wind played a part, I don't know, but it certainly had a wild shape to it and it hit the back of the bar and flew off towards the crowd. A really vicious strike. To be fair, Bromley are in good form despite losing in midweek and have got real power up front. And they did try to take the game back to us. But it was still Rexham of complete control in the opening stages. Toes swept in a diagonal. Coulson, the right wing back, miscontrolled it. And Jordan Davis latched on it and from 25 yards out hit a fabulous first-time strike. Wonderful contact. But a bit too close to Cousins who was able to parry it away. In the eighth minute came that unfortunate instant with Dan Jarvis. Jarvis had done well initially to win the ball back about 30 yards out from Bromley's goal when the ball ricocheted back to him, though he was taken out by a horrible lunge by Liam Trotter. He went in, really hit Jarvis's ankle hard. Now we know referees often are scared of showing yellow cards early in games. I've got to be honest, the moment the ref came running across with his hand straight to his pocket, I thought, ooh, this is a red then, because <laughs> he'd seen something so bad, he felt he needed to act, and indeed, Trotter was sent off, Bromley down to 10 men for the last 82 minutes. Now, he protested his innocence, but it's a very hard tackle, he did lunge in, he really does hit Jarvis's ankle hard, and I've got to say as well, I mean, <clears throat> by definition, the laws of the game... A reckless tackle that endangers an opponent is a red card. Well, Jarvis needed four minutes of treatment and went off on a stretcher. Therefore, by definition, he endangered the uh, opponent. Correct decision. Wrexham obviously had to make a change, and it was an interesting one as well, and I think a real statement of intent, having decided to pick that attacking lineup. Phil Parkinson could easily have regressed back to the norm and brought James Jones on. He had a good game in midweek, but instead he brought Jordan Ponticelli on. So um, rather than putting a midfielder on for Jarvis, uh, more of an attacker and Wrexham played essentially with three up front. Le well, Mullen had a free role while Hyde and Ponticelli were ahead of him, and it was a system that would work. OK, we were up against ten men, so you might argue that makes him easier to do that, but I'd rather suspect he'd have done it anyway, and Wrexham were being bold. Bromley made, I think, a major tactical error in their alterations, not pretending I watch Bromley every week, but Luke Coulson, our the right wing-back, is a very good creative player, and he was the one who got sacrificed. He didn't look delighted. <laughs> he You come all the way up from Bromley, play eight minutes, then come and get to watch the game on the bench in the coldest game at the racehorse for heaven knows how long. So he came off, and they decided to stay bold. They sort of had to, because their initial 11 was bold. They had Michael uh, Cheek and George Allaby up front, very dangerous pairing, and then brought in Corey Whiteley behind them. So three genuinely good forward going players at this level and frankly their wing backs were very progressive as well so it was a very attacking lineup. now they had a balance to strike and they decided that they'd leave two up front and pull Whiteley back to be a wing back it was a mistake though because Whiteley, a good player not I would argue really a wing back and he would have real problems on a left as Hall Johnson ran at him so the pattern continued Wrexham massively on top and making chances Hosanna found Mullen on the edge of the area and he really should have done better put it well wide trying to curl it inside the right post then a corner splayed into the near post by Jordan Davis a cute one this and Jake Hyde ...getting in front of his man at the near post... ...flicking it on and hitting the side netting... ...very unlucky not to get a goal... ...then Rexman with the shout for a penalty... ...Young standing up a diagonal... ...Whiteley rushing back into the box... ...it was a little daft of him... ...he hit Hyde... ...Hyde went down... ...a bit too easily I would argue... ...I don't think it was a penalty... ...but again maybe just a sign that Whiteley... ...wasn't quite a natural defender... ...but to be fair... Bromley were packing a bit of threat at the other end like I said they've got quality up front and when they were able to get it forwards they did threaten Uh, weirdly enough one of their most threatening players was Chris Bush centre back who's always been consistently good again at this level Um, he had a free kick which was chipped into the box and cleared it came back out to him and he played in a diagonal to Allaby who found himself one on one with Lainton at close range but Tozer did brilliantly to get across and dispossess him, an excellent piece of defending. Then it was Wrexham back on the attack, the goal starting to feel inevitable, Young driving in a shot, which was blocked, span up in the air, Hall-Johnson in the box, backs into Whiteley rather easily, and then turned him, lovely piece of play, and he had to sight a goal, but he lashed wildly at it and put it well over. But like I said, the goal had to come, and it came from Hall-Johnson, despite the fact that Phil Parks said it can't be his goal in the 34th minute. Young feeding it over to the right hand side. Hall Johnson looking to sweep in across. Took a deflection. The wind took it. Cousins completely uh, helpless and it span over him, hit the far post and went in. Wrecks him a goal up and continuing to push. Young uh, sweeping in an excellent diagonal. Davis, uh, trying to get on the end of it, in the corner of the of six-yard box, lunging full stretch. Uh, he, he reached this, but he had no chance to control it. So at full stretch, he essentially trapped the ball under his foot and sent it back into the goal mouth, where it was scrambled clear. And then a minute, later, Young again, picking the ball 25 yards out and smashing a powerful shot, but two straight cousins able to hold on to it. Young then sweeping in a corner at the end of the half from the left hand side which evaded everybody a few did. the wind really playing tricks to the set pieces a few set pieces looked to be dropping in the goal mouth and then when players set themselves it suddenly seemed to just find extra length and go to the far post uh, but Young on this occasion swept it in it just beat everybody Mullin arriving at the far post couldn't quite reach it for a tap in Then the second minutes of added time, another reminder that even though the game was so one-sided and Bromley down to 10 men, they still had threatening players on the pitch. They cleared the ball down the right-hand side. Allaby did brilliantly. He raced down. Tozer came across to him, and you watch, watch the other Wrexham defenders. You can see they're thinking, well, we've got to get back, but Tozer's not going to let him out of this. There's no, is going to hold him in the corner Until we're able to get back into position Nallaby, surprisingly, takes a great little touch And goes inside Tozer and beats him all ends up So he's running down the goal line Running at Lainton Draws him, rolls it back And luckily for Exum French did well to get back in time And nipped in ahead of Cheek To stop him from equalising The second half, in all honesty Had a similar pattern Bromley brought Whiteley off at half-time, understandably, but Tommy, the substitute who replaced him, had a very troubled start. In fact, five minutes into the game, at a half, rather, he may have given away a penalty. Hull-Johnson getting the ball, beating him easily. Now, Tommy's grabbing hold of him straight away, and the linesman's right there, and I can't understand why he's not giving it. Tommy's clearly got the force. I'm going to try and foul him outside the box, but if he gets in the box, I'll have to let him go. Hull-Johnson's clearly thinking he's fouling me. I'll get in the box and fall over. And um, they both achieved their aim. <laughs> so probably not a penalty. Uh, oddly enough, looking at the rules last week and realizing that if you pull someone's shirts and you start in the box and finish sorry, start outside the box and finish inside, it's a penalty rather than the foul where the uh, offense was first committed. So this would have been a nice example of that, but I think Tommy does just let go in time. How does no foul given on the edge of the box? That one I don't know, and then another free kick. Uh, soon afterwards, Bromley went very close to an equaliser again. It's Bush thinking in the free kick with his left foot. It comes back out to him, and he hits an absolute cannon of a shot with his right foot from 25 yards, skimmed the bar. Leighton had it covered, but it was a hell of a good strike. As this action packed period continued a minute later Wrexham going close again Young on the right hand side sweeping in an excellent cross Hyde lunging unmarked six yards out just couldn't quite reach it with his head terribly unfortunate but the second goal was coming and it came in the 60th minute Young with his second assist this one a good corner swept into the far post Mullen was being marked by Bingham but he used the phalanx of big men around the penalty spot Wrexham's Big three men and then Bromley man marking them to, as, a, as uh, an aid to losing Bingham. He skirted around the back of them. Bingham got caught up in traffic and was a step behind. And Mullen arrived unmarked at the far post and volleyed it emphatically into the roof of the net. A really nice finish from a very confident striker. And Wrexham were 2-0 up and the game was close to being dead, in all honesty, despite Bromley's game uh, approach. Wrexham other opportunities, French with a clever throwing on the halfway line to find Davis, miles offside, but of course you can't be offside from a in. swept in the cross and M- M- Mullen 20 yards out, hits it just wide at the right post, very close that one, and then even closer, halfway through the half, a switch towards Mullen on the edge of the area, he dummied it cutely, Hosanna picked her up dribbled into the box, tried a curler. The keeper had no chance because he just, it was such a crowded area, no chance to see it. But Ozana's Curler made it through the gap, hit the inside of the post, and ricocheted straight back into Cousins' hands before he really knew what was going on. Corley, the substitute who'd come on after the red card, had a little burst with 20 minutes left, surging forwards and then after forced across to in getting up and heading the ball onto the roof of the net. There was never, though, any real danger that he would have caused any problem to with it, to be honest, and a couple of minutes later, he should have been sent off. It was a very unpleasant incident. Jordan Davis uh, trying to tackle him, and Corley barged into him, and then with the ball a good 10-15 yards away, and with his back to the ball, as Davis ran away, he chased Davis and ran his blades down Davis's calf. I mean, <laughs> if that had happened... Where there was VAR or if it happened in a Premier League where there's scrutiny of these things, surely he'd, he'd get a free match ban now. as it's national league, probably nothing will happen, but it was there was unpleasant. Um, ironically, it's Davis who ended up getting told off by the referee rather than Corley because he was so angry. Davis did nearly got retribution though when Mullen fed him and on the edge of the area, Davis hitting a powerful shot which slammed against the bar and skidded into the cop. And Wrexham's last real chance came when Hyde on the right-hand side turned and chipped the ball to the far post. Not sure if he was going for goal or crossing it. I think it was a shot. It was about, what, a foot wide? Mullen at the far post, unmarked, lunged in front of an open goal. Just couldn't quite reach it in time. He did get a foot onto it and keep it in play knocking it down to the goal mouth but unfortunately for Wrexham uh, he couldn't get enough angle on it to steer it home but yeah the, the, the closing stages essentially were that as Bromley started to push on and converted again to a sort of 4-2-3 in an attempt to pull back a two-goal deficit. They left a lot of spaces at the back, and Wrexham probably should have been ruthless and should have punished them more. There were some little tight offside decisions as well, and poor old Jake Hyde missed out on a couple. There was one where Hyde uh, did really well off a cross from Hall-Johnson, to, I thought, to lean into his man and make a flick header which hit the bar. The referee penalised him for a foul on his marker. I couldn't see it at the time, and haven't looked at the footage, I can't see it now. Uh, so I think Hyde's unlucky there. But even more unlucky that he then hit the net and had it ruled out for offside. It was a great combination between Hall-Johnson and French on the right. French whipped in the cross, perfect cross. Hyde finished it off, and the flag went up. Now... I think he's probably just off looking at it. He's unlucky, because it's tight, but having freeze-framed it, yeah, probably just off, but close. Another disallowed goal, though I'm not so sure about. Mullen had a goal disallowed as well, and that one basically was a knockdown. I've got to be honest, with the naked eye at the time, he looked well offside. and he just tapped it in past the stranded keeper. When you look at the replay, uh, uh, Byron Anthony, the centre-back for Bromley, is stepping out, but he's left his foot in. So although his body's way ahead, and I understand why the linesman's was given it offside, actually it's, it's one of those, if you have VAR, one of those awkward ones where they measure Mullen's shoulder against the tip of Anthony's toe and try and work out if he's on or not. That was a really tight one, much tighter than it appears. But like I said, from the naked eye, it looked offside because Anthony's body was higher at the pitch. Uh, so I rather suspect that uh, it, w- it was a correct decision. If Mullen I think hadn't been leaning forward slightly, I think it would have been the wrong decision. Anyway, doesn't really matter, Wrexham won, Wrexham were convincing, Uh, looking at the performances, Leighton had nothing to do, (laughs) a lot of not have a save to make, so a nice cosy afternoon for him apart from the temperature of course. Uh, The back three, well Tyler French did very well and the second half started driving forwards more, he enjoyed a chance to get back into the team. In the middle toes made that excellent interception and did did good things and was constantly trying to spread play and hit some lovely diagonals early in the match, which considering how windy it was is a decent achievement. To the left of him, Lennon was excellent. A couple of times used his pace to take control of situations or remedy problems. It was really good performance by Lennon. The wing backs are terrific. Hall Johnson especially. Well, no, not especially in the first half, because to be fair, he got a hell of a lot of stuff in the box in the second half as well. He was really tremendous. Linked well with French in the second half too. Hosanna, likewise, the two of them just ran riot down the flanks, caused all sorts of problems. Hosanna's so unlucky not to score the shot that hit the inside of the post. In midfield, well, Young was the man of the match. Young just was everywhere, constantly delivering, winning the ball, shooting, excellent work. He got two assists out of it, uh, but he was just constantly involved uh, Jordan Davis was not far behind him as well Davis also excellent all-round midfield performance hit some good passes a goal threat as well poor Dan Jarvis of course was not long enough for him to judge anything it was a lively start by him Ponticelli came on and, and did well didn't really get a sniff of goal but again good movement good work rates did a good shift Mullen was terrific Mullen's so threatening that you could end up with Hatchick and um, he's creative as well and you and really enjoyed that free roll you've got to wonder if there's yeah it would be a very bold lineup but whether Parkinson might be tempted to try this front three from the start just to see how it goes and Jake Hyde was just like Britain's unluckiest man <laughs> he battled hard held the ball up well and every time the ball came near in, in a box, he either nearly scored, or he did score and it got disallowed. <coughs> he was really desperate to get that goal. So, yeah, great all-round performance by Wrexham. Very pleased of that. Another game coming on Tuesday. They're coming thick and fast, and it's another tough one. But the performances are coming now. Four wins out of five, and they're climbing the table. It's promising signs from Wrexham. The final score of Wrexham 2, Bromley 0. I'm Mark Griffiths from Wrexham AFC. This is the Final Whistle Podcast from the Rexham AFC Media Team.